Welcome to the Massacre Matinee. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Matinee, Kate. This is the second time that we're recording this. Sorry about the first time. The first time you guys were saved because I had COVID when we recorded the first time. I no longer have COVID. I'm fine. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I kind of quarantined the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly thought it would affect me a lot worse just since I have a lot of like respiratory issues, but it really didn't. Other than the well, I don't know. For a day there, you were going, I can't breathe. Everything's so heavy. The first two days when I didn't even think that it was COVID and I thought it was just my asthma acting up, like that was the worst. But then the body aches kind of hit and I was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> but anyways, I'm good. I mean, I still have a little bit of like the respiratory stuff, but that's just, I always have that last a lot longer just because of those conditions. So Understandable. Yeah. Give me like a month and I'll be. You'll be completely back to normal? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mentally you're there. Oh. Just exhausted. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so, uh, this is take two of doing the Gypsy Rose case, yes. which works out because which she just got out of jail yesterday. Prison. Yes. And there's already people. Oh, my God. I hate that this happened. It, I think in the episode we said that we hope it wouldn't happen, but it's happening. But... She's being followed by, like, paparazzi and everything like that, but it does seem like she has a professional camera crew ca- following her around. So Probably some kind of documentary. I think that they are recording another documentary that is set to come out in 2024, and I think it's going to be her talking about being out, because she does have her new book that comes out mm-hmm. January, I think. Yeah, I believe it's January. I know it's in 2024. Okay. Um, And in that book, she gets into a lot of the abuse that she didn't really tell anyone about with her mom and all of that kind of thing. Just to... So her mom was actually pretty abusive. Yeah, and then she just kind of gets into more detail into the book. And I'm going to read it when it comes out. Okay. I like reading memoirs like that. Um, so, we're going to jump into Gypsy Rose. This is a very well-known case. There's obviously um, there's some a pretty, cou- there's pretty a good documentaries. There's a couple of series documentary yeah. film things. There's The um, Act. I believe that's on Hulu. It was a Hulu original. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, Mommy, Dead, and Dearest, which I think was HBO. It's on multiple different. It's on multiple yeah, different. And then but there's it was also Gypsy's HBO. Revenge. Those are the the top two documentaries. The act is a good way. Uh, good it's a good story, but yeah, it's not a good storytelling. But again, with that, some of the stuff you have to kind of be like, okay, maybe this didn't actually happen exactly how it was, and that's where a lot of speculation comes from speculation comes from, and a lot of feedback and backlash from Gypsy herself comes in because she's like well it didn't actually happen this way and i think that's why she also wanted right. to read the, uh, write the book to show this is how it happened this is what i went through right but the thing about the mm-hmm. act is that there were some gaps in the plot line that they just for movie making purposes they yeah. had to fill in so they they did take some movie making liberties but i think as Joey a general did actually as a, a really general good job, role though. i haven't actually seen it yet you but should cause well she gets i her promised i wouldn't until after we did this so but tonight, uh, bitch, you better start it. <laughs> it's really good. Joey King does a really good job at getting her mannerisms and like that uh, voice down, mm-hmm. which Gypsy's kind of flush. She doesn't have that little kid's voice that she always spoke with that Dee Dee made her yeah, speak yeah. with. And Joey King got that down like uncomfortably well. I see. I wasn't a huge fan of Joey King's work before the act. I think the act was a really good breakout role from her playing the dutsy love interest in a lot of her movies Mm. um but she did really well in the act and i kind of wish that she would do more stuff like that because she kind of like just did that one thing and then just went back to doing exactly what she was doing before so well but the thing about the act is um she's not having to 
create a character within herself because she's trying to replicate someone that mm-hmm. already exists. So maybe it's just that things like things of that nature right. are more more showcase of her skill, mm-hmm. I guess. Gypsy Rose was born in 1991. Born full term, from what I found. Pretty healthy. Healthy, normal pregnancy, mm-hmm. normal baby, everything like that. Yeah, from what I knew. Her parents. So, they married young, and they got married only because, I believe, Dee Dee fell pregnant. So, they was like, okay, gotta be married, you know, got a girl pregnant. Right. he was young. Trying to do the responsible there thing, There was a quote decent unquote. age gap. She was in her, I think she was like 23, and he was like 16. Wow. So, <laughs> there was a decent age gap. And that so was in a time when people weren't like, oh, you got molested by that old lady. They were just like, yeah, dude, cougar, get it. Right. But they were only married for like two two or three months because he just couldn't handle being married and also having a kid. And he wanted to still be in Gypsy's life. But he just couldn't but be he was, married he to was still basically He was still a, a kid, kid himself. himself. Yeah. yeah. And then early on... Dee Dee was already saying, oh, well, Gypsy has, she was only three months old. And she's like, well, she has sleep apnea, um, so she needs Which, a machine to help breathe. How? I've never in my life heard of someone getting diagnosed with sleep apnea that young and requiring Dude, a Dude, even if you're in your fucking 20s, young. it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> not that it's not possible, but it's like, usually sleep apnea develops when like your sinus muscles and that kind of stuff start to weaken from age right, two. Right. Or something. I mean, if you're born with like, we're not medical professionals. No, if you're born with, we're just experienced. Certain, like deformities in your sinus cavities, and mm-hmm. I can see that happening. But like most of the time, they don't catch that kind of thing until you're, well, especially five at or something. Like when you're able to be like, hey, I can't fucking sleep. <laughs> well, especially at that young of an age in general. I mean, they can't fucking breathe bit, right anyway. A little bit morbid to say, but. 99.99% of the time, if it were a quote-unquote sleep apnea situation, it results in SIDS. Oh, yeah. So, the diagnosis factor is just not there. SIDS is terrifying. <laughs> I lost my goddaughter to SIDS. Mm-hmm. I that, that flamingo sweater I have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was for her. Mm. SIDS is rough. It is. And there's steps you can take to prevent it but sometimes i just if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and there's nothing that no preventative measure can determine whether or not someone's time is just done on this world yeah so he her dad was just uh, um gypsy's dad was just kind of like oh well she's the mom she knows best like she's older she knows you know, she's helped with, like, siblings, kids. Like, she knows. I don't know this baby <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, I'm, oh, like, I'm not going to. They teach us this in high school. At this point, because they weren't together at this point. So mm-hmm. he was only, like, visiting her. So he was just like, okay, well, I mean, I didn't really notice anything when I had her. But, okay, like, I'll, I, I trust you. Um, And then Gypsy kind of had a normal upbringing. And then I... Now that I can do this again, I'm going to bring this up now. It was around the time where Gypsy was around like four or five, I want to say, where her grandmother passed away because okay. Dee was also taking care of her grandmother and it was kind of after she died, which there's speculation that Dee may have been the one to kill her mom because like her she was starving her mm. not giving her the right medications giving her too much or too little of medications and was just neglecting her and she ended up passing away a lot earlier than she really should have right that never was established it was never like she never was arrested for it she was arrested for making uh, faulty checks under her grandfather's name um, that she did do a little bit of jail time when Gypsy was, I think, like one. But check <coughs> fraud's a, a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's something that keeps you on paper. Yeah. So 
that's just kind of information of like a backstory of how it happened. The act kind of goes into that a bit. But not a whole lot. Like her grandmother's, uh, Gypsy's grandmother's right. never really brought up a whole lot. So, so I mean, uh, on on paper, from a legal standpoint, nothing happened. Dee Dee didn't commit because, murder. Because nothing was pursued. Yeah. But it's speculated that she probably, because um, her mother was very harsh on her for how she was raising Gypsy and didn't think that she had all these medical issues and was telling her that she was making it up. So, <laughs> she was right and died for it. Basically. So, when Gypsy was around eight years old, Dee Dee said that she, Gypsy had leukemia and that she had muscular dystrophy, which required her to be in a wheelchair. And I don't know about you, but if can you get an eight-year-old to sit still in a chair when they know that they can run around? There's no way in hell anybody would have strapped eight-year-old me to a chair. So that's where a lot of the issues came up. And Dee Dee would be like, oh, well, like, sometimes she can walk, but sometimes she has really bad days and needs to be in a chair, which, you know, some conditions are like that. Right. But then once people started questioning her and they started questioning, like, well, she could walk without any issue like her leg like totally normal yeah her leg muscles aren't getting like smaller she's not like limping or like you can't physically see her struggle to be able to walk right like she's just like gets out of the chair walks across the room walks back to the chair and sits down so then that's when Dee Dee was like okay we're gonna move Mm. (laughs) and they moved i can't answer that question can you hold on for a second i just need to get something from my (laughs) car leaves And then at some point after they moved, um, she said that Gypsy was having a hard time eating, went to the doctor, and the doctor put in a feeding tube. Totally unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. And then once that feeding tube went in, Dee Dee had the control that she desperately wanted back. Because she could put anything into that feeding tube. Mm -hmm. She could put, like, Gypsy didn't even have to be awake. She could make her sick. Right. And you got to think at this point, everyone thinks that Gypsy has leukemia. So she's on fucking medication for leukemia. And it, like, that shit's Wait, rough. How are they? Are they not what? doing scans? Yeah, like, who is like, prescribing this medication without double checking the shots? She would just fucking, like, travel to different doctors and all of this kind of stuff. So she just found someone that she could pay enough money to get whatever medication she wanted. Mm-hmm. I wonder if all those doctors lost their licenses after this. Probably not. But they probably saw that and they went like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the long list of things that Dee Dee said that Gypsy had. And Gypsy even fucking says that she can't remember how many things over the years that her mom had told her that she had. Mm. Like, and she it was just all like, literally just <laughs> your mom saying, oh, you have a hard time breathing now. Yeah. So she'd just be like, mm, okay, add it to the list. <laughs> like, so... So was Gypsy expected to remember all of these issues that she? No, because Dee Dee just wanted her to be like playing dumb all the fucking time. Right. But like. So she didn't realize like she had all of these or she like, oh, I forgot I had that. They'd be like, oh, well, that's just her mental like capacity showing. Like you can tell that she's not all there. Because also most of the time when she went to the doctor, she was like heavily fucking sedated. Oh, that's not good. <clears throat> so her mom said that she had seizures, that she had asthma, which turns out is the only true fucking condition that she has. <laughs> so many fucking people have asthma nowadays. Yeah, dude, asthma is so fucking common. You can have asthma to where you're, like, you're having asthma attacks like a couple of times a week and on like really bad breathing. Or you have, I think what they refer to as sports related asthma is like once you're working your lungs hard enough that's when it becomes difficult Mm -hmm. and you can go from one to the other because when i was younger i had like the more aggressive asthma and then now that i'm older i'm kind you can grow out of it you kind of your brain's like "Mm, i fucking know how to breathe now well (laughs) you're also a particular case with having rsv as a kid rsv slightly underdeveloped lungs yeah like you you broken She also said that she had, like, hearing loss um, and visual impairments. And the visual impairments are also kind of partially true. 
Okay. Because she does have a little bit of a lazy eye, but it looks like it's been pretty corrected over time because I think she's been wearing glasses. But the thing is, is if she was <laughs> wearing glasses for the wrong prescriptions, mm-hmm. it's not doing her eyes any favor. No, but I think once she got into prison, they were like... We should fix this. Mm-hmm. Who are you staring at? <laughs> <laughs> I know when I get you good because you just ever so gently rest your head on the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> um, I'll show you a picture of Teddy's ex after. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gypsy. Um, so, like, obviously, because of all of these conditions, Gypsy was on a mass amount of medications. And I think... Uh, I'll bring this up again. If you have the chance, Google Gypsy Roses or Dee uh, Dee's Medicine Closet. Yes, there is legitimately it is a, a padlock on the fucking door, so Gypsy couldn't access it herself. I wish that they could hear your reaction to that of you looking it up because you just hear, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and the problem is, is that section of the recording was after the it got ru- after yeah. the ruined section. I was able to save the first fifteen minutes. And that's oh, it. Oh man, and that was just and it was like an dying. hour and a half recording. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, she also went through a lot of unnecessary surgeries, and they were fucking crazy. Like, she had her salivary glands taken out, and that Why? one still fucking boggles me. I never like. She just said that she had a like. Um, well, she doesn't need them because she's eating. She wasn't producing tubers. enough saliva, so they just took them out. Or, like, some weird fucking thing like that. And I, like, how I does that affect her ability to eat after? I bet you that's. She already had a fucking feeding tube. Why does it matter if she has her salivatory glands or not? Right, but she, I mean, she probably doesn't have the feeding tube anymore. No, she doesn't now. So, how does that affect her eating food now that she I doesn't? I think she just has to, like, always have drink a lot of water. Or you have to have something to drink while eating, or probably. I, bet I don't she, know. She might bring that up in the book. I hope so. I really fucking hope so when I answered that. She had some kind of procedure done on her eyes. I'm not entirely sure what that one was for. She also had to have her teeth like completely fucking removed and then had implants put in because they don't know. I think it was a mix of the the two reasons. Because one, all of these medications, they have wacky fucking side effects and they can make your teeth rot out. Also, she doesn't have the salivatory glands, so they're not getting weird fucking fact. Your teeth have to be fucking moistened. (laughs) Your teeth are the only exposed bones on your body, and if the bones don't stay damp, they don't stay good. No. So they were cracking and all of that kind of stuff. And then also when she was younger, or not when she, fuck. When she was alone at night. There we go. She knew that she could walk. Mm -hmm. She always knew that she could walk, so that was the one thing... Dee Dee told her, like, this is the one thing. Like, you have to stay in the chair. I know you can walk, but you have to stay in the chair. Um, So at night when Dee Dee was asleep, and she'd... I bet a lot of those medications, like, when she was diagnosed with leukemia, like, the medication for leukemia will also give you the effects of the leukemia. So she probably thought that some she of that was legit because aches. she was like, man, I'm feeling really crappy now. Mm-hmm. Like, um, But she would sneak into the kitchen and, like, eat a whole bunch of fucking sweets. Because she wanted to also test to see if... Because Dee Dee had told her that she was allergic to sugar. And if she ate sugar, she'd die. Okay. <laughs> so she was like, hmm. Was Let me either, just fucking see. This is either going to be awesome or I'm not going to have to deal with this anymore. Yeah. So she... Uh, I think that was at a point in the time where she came old enough that she was kind of like questioning her mom's... Choices. Choices and just the things that she was saying because she'd kind of catch her in a lie because at one point she also realized that Dee Dee was lying about her age because she wanted to sign up for something but she needed her um, birth certificate and she found like multiple with different dates on them. Was she trying to keep her on benefits longer? Yeah. She was trying to... Dee Dee was committing fraud the whole fucking time. That's the whole reason why she was keeping Dee right. Dee sick. Or keeping Gypsy sick. And we'll kind of get into everything that she got because of um, Gypsy being quote unquote sick. Okay. So because of the fact that, you know, Dee Dee had this whole thing of like, oh, you have leukemia. You're taking these medications to like make the leukemia go away. Um, chemotherapy. 
takes your hair away, obviously, because of the radiation. Mm. I'm not entirely sure. If it doesn't on everyone. No, it but kind it of does on depends a lot on what of kind people. of chemo you're yes. getting. But I'm pretty sure if you're taking the pill form, it doesn't. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not entirely not sure. I could be wrong. I'm not I'm a not medical professional, but I mean, I I feel like regardless of what form of chemotherapy it is there's still some form or another of radiation involved and that's what's right. causing i don't know the if the pills loss. are chemotherapy essentially but i think it is see i didn't want to get way into that because that's a rabbit hole and a half i've never known of any kind of cancer curing pill well i think it i'm trying to make this rapid eye movements <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. I don't think she put her on because obviously you have to have a whole bunch of scans mm-hmm. done and everything like that to get on chemo radi- uh like treatments. So my she's, thought so she's is not that on the maybe IV treatment. She's no, just taking some. She was pill. on medic some me- like take at home medication. So okay. that's why I'm thinking that maybe it could have just been one of those medications that were labeled for leukemia, but like wasn't actually that. Because hmm. Didi would have the habit of swapping labels on bottles, so she okay. was getting one thing, but it was actually a different thing. Okay. So that's why I'm not entirely sure. That's the point I was trying to get to. Where I was like, okay, I don't think like her leukemia medication was because her hair wasn't actually, actually falling so it, out. It, it was just the bottle just said for use for leukemia. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I put blue Kool Aid in a squirt bottle. It's Windex. <laughs> And I think Dee Dee was just trying to pull the wool over Gypsy. Because oh, the only person that's going to fucking see the medication cabinet exactly. is, is Gypsy. Exactly. So and even then, it had a padlock on it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she could right. just check things out. But like Gypsy's hair wasn't falling out in clumps. It was just that Dee Dee was like, we're going to shave it because it will fall out anyway. Okay. So it wasn't like it never fell out before. She just okay. started shaving her head. So that's why I think I that she might not have actually been thick. Because as someone that used to be like maintain her hair looks for a thick. While. If you've seen the pictures of her out mm-hmm. now, it looks thick. <laughs> when I was a kid, I always had really thin, really straight hair, and I kept my hair short for God, like ten, fifteen fucking years. Mm-hmm. This is the longest it's been in a long, long time. It is thick. <laughs> I have broken so many hair ties. Anyways, back to the point. I don't know if she was actually on any medication for yeah. leukemia because that one would be really hard for her to like right. fake her way through. Right. Um. So, but she still shaved her head down, and like sometimes she'd let it grow out, and then she'd be like, "Well, your leukemia is acting up," and like shave it back down. So it was like once people were like, "Oh my god, is she better?" She'd be like, mm, "Psych," and shave her head. Right. Just trying to get that attention. Mm-hmm. It was all about attention, and they say. That they're survivors from Hurricane Katrina. Even Gypsy's a little bit like, I think we did. I'm not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said that they lost everything. And then I think, oh God, it was like Habitat something. Habitat for Humanity. Yeah. They gave them a free house up in Missouri. Got it right this time. Mm. Um, so they got a whole ass house. They got a new van. And then when that van kind of like fucking took a shit... Um, they got a new one, and they're like nice vans that have the whole with the lifts like, and wheelchair. everything. Yeah, and those aren't cheap. Mm-mm. And they like would get money. They got you know Make a Wish Foundation trips. They got trips to Disney World. Like they were brought on to a lot of conventions and all of that kind of stuff. Like they got paid to go like anywhere the Gypsy right. wanted to go. They got to go right, and they got money for it. And her dad was still paying child support, <laughs> <laughs> and. So, Dee Dee's getting all this fucking money because her daughter's sick. When Gypsy was kind of, like, old enough to talk during doctor's appointments, that's when she started getting, like, heavily fucking sedated with muscle relaxers. So, Mm. she couldn't be like, well, actually, I feel this way. I don't actually have this. And, Mm -hmm. like, Dee Dee could do all the talking. Right. Dee Dee finally, because her dad was obviously, like, asking a bunch of questions of, like, hey, how's my kid? Like... How, how did she go from like this healthy little baby to, to like having every uh, disease known to chronically man chronically fucking ill. right she's like well she has a chromosome disorder and that's why she's so sick like it, we didn't catch it when she was young enough we have a good friend whose daughter has a chromosome disorder mm-hmm. and it's rough yeah i mean she's 
on her way to 10, I think. I want to say she's probably pretty close to 10. Mm-hmm. And sh- as far as I know, she still can't walk without aid or a right. chair. She can't talk or communicate. For a while, I was working with her on, like, baby sign language. Mm-hmm. So, like, we'd know when she was hungry or when she was wet and needed her diaper changed. But I'm not sure how well it's been upkept. Right. But so I feel it's, like even if Gypsy on did. everyone. Yeah. Gypsy did have this chromosome disorder. I feel like it would be a lot a lot more obvious. Yeah. Um. So, obviously by now, people have probably understood that Dee Dee had Munchausen's by proxy. Mm-hmm. And it's... <laughs> the best way to describe it is it happens a lot with mothers. And they have found that it really comes from postpartum. So it all they ties found into postpartum depression. They have found a, a link between it and postpartum. But I feel like Dee Dee would have had to have... Well, I suppose the check fraud was after Gypsy was born. It was like... You said she was in jail when Gypsy was around one. Mm-hmm. She got caught for it, but she was like doing it. But she was doing it beforehand. So mm-hmm. that I feel like that would make her more prone to proceed to something like this i mean right. it's just a different kind of fraud really mm-hmm. and then also she got like really fucking protective over gypsy so mm-hmm. i think it was just a combination of her because the way that family like describes her she was always like the wild child of the mm. family and always you know had to have the attention on her okay. so i think it just kind of was like her need for attention and then also having a bit of like the postpartum mm-hmm. anxiety and doesn't always have to be postpartum depression mm-hmm. but you can have the paranoia and the anxiety of mm-hmm. like oh if i leave my kid alone like they're gonna fucking die like they need me mm-hmm. to where th- <laughs> both are insanely hard to deal with always you know reach out for help if you're feeling like that mm-hmm. but i think Dee Dee had the anxiety part to where she was always like okay something's always wrong with her everything's so then she just started feeling the need that something has to be wrong without and being able to unfortunately without being able to answer this question it almost makes you wonder if she would like to sit there and watch her sleep at night and be like oh she held her breath for a little bit too long this time now this is her problem Without a fucking doubt, she was sitting over that crib. I was just like, she didn't breathe in. Like she, it took two seconds for her to inhale. She definitely has a breathing problem. Mm-hmm. Like babies, babies. I don't know about you. Babies are still trying to figure out how the fuck to live. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they went from having everything like fed to them through a tube to like, I'm out in the world and now I have to like force myself to breathe. <laughs> like <laughs> babies are cute though. Babies are cute. I got to hold a two-week-old over Christmas. Oh. Slept the whole fucking time. I got to see my um, sister's friend's baby that she babysits a whole bunch, and he's such a cutie. Doesn't fucking cry at all. Oh, like he's so those chill. Are <laughs> those are the best. Um, so, so obviously she was getting a lot of attention and sympathy, and Didi was living it up. She loved it. Oh, for sure, loved it. Um, until she didn't like the kind of attention that she was getting, um, because she had seen a neurologist because she was you know, trying to get a whole other disorder or some kind of fucking thing trying added to on to Gypsy's list. Yeah. More, yeah. And this neurologist was like, you know, a lot of stuff isn't making sense. A lot of these conditions aren't making sense. Like if you have this one, you don't really have like you don't. These two conditions don't usually coincide. And he put it in his notes. Mother may be suffering from Munchausen. And he never reported no it. No follow up or nothing. Just like put it in. So um, this could have been stopped way sooner. Oh, I mean, yeah. It could have been stopped a lot of times way sooner. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once the doctor is like, hmm. Yeah. So in the act, they kind of make it seem like the doctor was the one that reported it. But in reality, we have no idea who reported it. Okay. Um, but CPS did show up. I think on two different occasions they sent out two different people. But the thing about that is they always announce their arrival. Yeah. So there's plenty of time to stage the house, if you will. Mm -hmm. So Dee Dee was able to manipulate her way through and Mm. they didn't take Gypsy. Um, And that was in 2009. So around 
this time, Gypsy started to question her own age. Mm-hmm. She didn't know how old she actually was because Dee Dee would always tell her a different age. And it was on her 18th birthday that her dad had called and Dee Dee answered the phone and she was like, don't tell Gypsy she's 18 today. He's like, well, why? It's her birthday. Like, I'm going to wish my daughter. I'm going to wish her happy her happy birthday. 18th yeah. birthday. You know, she's like, well, don't tell her that. It, it'll, it'll hurt her. Don't tell her that. And he's like, well, why not? And she was like, well, every time she has a seizure, she like reverts back a couple of years. So she thinks okay. that she's like 14 or 15. I don't want her to know she's actually 18. It'll hurt her. But realistically, she just didn't want her to know that she could just get up out of that chair and just walk we'll out of the leave. fucking yeah. house. And nobody's yeah. going to be able to stop her. Yeah. Well, in 2011, Gypsy attempted to run away because, you know, she went to a lot of conventions and Comic-Con and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And she had made friends. And at this point, she was allowed to talk to friends because she wasn't trying to rebel. And she told this person that her mom was, like, kind of abusing her and all of the medical conditions Mm -hmm. and she could actually walk and all of this kind of stuff. And he was like, well, just come live with me and I'll get you on your feet and we'll go from there but you Mm -hmm. can come stay here and you don't have to be in the house anymore she was like okay i'm gonna do that like i really don't want to be here anymore and ran away and went to his house and was there for like a day and a half before Dee Dee found her wow through mutual friends and like went there and was like she's a minor she's underage like you're a pedophile and the dude was just like you know she's like 18 19 she was like 19 at this time and the dude's like you know what just fucking go back with your mom like i don't I know don't how old you actually this. are like because Dee, Dee looked like she could pass for younger mm-hmm. so he was just like you know fuck this like just just go with your mom i'm sorry just go with your mom and after that Dee, Dee got even more abusive she locked gypsy to her bed with a hand like pair of handcuffs and a dog what? leash at night so she couldn't leave and so she knew she was like allowed only in her bed and, like, she'd lock her in the room or she'd, like, force her to sleep in the same bed as her. So she knew. Like, it, it was fucking crazy. That's awful. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Um, And then it was at this point that she started, like, actually being more physical with her. So she would hit her. If she, like, talked back, she would be like, well, you're not going to get any food. So she was kind of starving her for a little bit. Um, I don't know how she managed to do it, but Gypsy managed to get another computer because she, uh, Dee Dee had smashed her computer and phone and everything like that when she tried okay. to run away. Okay. So she somehow got another one. Um, and she went on a Christian dating site. And this is where she meets Nick uh, Godejan. Okay. And everything started off pretty good between them. Like, you know, he was nice and civil. And, like, you know, she was just so fucking desperate for love that she was just like, yes, he's my prince in shining armor because she fucking loved Disney movies. And she thought that he would be the thing to convince Dee Dee to let her be normal. So they set up, like, they were like, okay, because Nick lived in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And he bought bus tickets and he went down to Missouri and she's like we're, we're gonna go see the new live action Cinderella movie mm-hmm. and it'll be a great place for you to meet my mom and hit it off and like we can be best friends and like maybe do, like slowly tell her that we're like with each other and all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and that didn't fucking work <laughs> because here's the thing really funny they went to a matinee show because Dee Dee didn't like going out late okay so it was an early showing and early showings are never full no um it was literally just Dee, Dee gypsy and nick in this and she's wondering what this weird guy is doing <laughs> this, watching this, this like 20 year old dude is sitting in a cinderella movie really fucking awkwardly like hands between his like legs looking over at gypsy looking back watching the movie looking over at gypsy looking back looking at the movie like looking really fucking creepy yeah, yeah. <laughs> And at one point, Gypsy's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. And then, like, she leaves because he, you know, let her go. Mm-hmm. And Nick follows her. And I guess, according to them, that is, like, when they had their first, like, she- uh, sexual encounter. Shex- sexual. Shex- <laughs> sexual. 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 
um encounter in the fucking bathroom <laughs> and in then a they movie just, theater in a movie the theater and that had to be her like first first time like that fucking sucks <laughs> i mean most first times are shitty but most first times aren't quite that shitty yeah <laughs> you know it was awkward as fuck because she said she was even like dressed up as cinderella to oh <laughs> and, <geez. so> she, <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they go back and dd was like that man's really fucking creepy like stay the fuck away from him because <laughs> Dipper gypsy was like i kind of like that guy like we were talking in the lobby and like i think he'd be a really good friend and Didi's like fuck no stay away from him <laughs> like she gets so creeped out by this man <laughs> like and at this point she was what like 1920 probably yeah so she was an adult so she like, was a full-on adult she could have been like mom i just blew him in the bathroom who cares it was awesome <laughs> or it sucked i mean depending on your preference right but it's the fact that like gypsy's just like the only dude that's in the fucking theater this dude's cool <laughs> I want to be his friend. And he Didi's just, he the only time that Didi was a good fucking mother. Stay away from the fucking creep because he's a man alone. Which, hey, there's nothing wrong with being a man and going and seeing a fucking Disney movie by yourself. Nothing fucking right. wrong with that. But when you're sitting there and you're staring at the people next to you, that the only other people in the theater and then like the youngest one leaves and you follow her you're you look fucking creepy <laughs> i feel like their entire plan on how they were going oh, yeah, to introduce her to db i don't was know why the fuck they should have been like, like a convention or something would have been better he could have well a convention definitely would have been better but he could have also just grown a pair and been like hi i've been talking to your daughter for a while now i'd like to and meet you like formally i'd like hello. to meet you formally like hello but it's the fact that they were talking in secret and Didi didn't know that she had like a computer at this time so he could have been like hey i'm a friend from like a convention that we went to I a while heard ago i haven't heard from her like i just how are you? Like I didn't know you'd be here. Like, I didn't know that you'd be at the Cinderella match. I didn't know on you'd be the only person in this theater. Yeah. But can I say hi to your daughter? <laughs> like, <Yeah. what? laughs> no way that this that sounds stay. <laughs> <laughs> in no way could they have like done that good unless she was just like, hey, I have this pen pal. I've been talking to this pen pal here's the pen pal that came want to come visit like she should have been like she should have made it seem like Didi's idea but like but you know as well as i do that Didi would have been looking at every single letter that came in so how would she have gotten a pen pal exactly oh they should have no good way because Didi's never gonna let her fucking leave with a boy right well she's never uh, gonna let her leave well exactly but it's just like god damn god damn, god damn. anyway so we're gonna talk about Nick a little bit. Um, I don't know his birthday. I just know that he was in his early twenties. Uh, he also had autism and Asperger's, which could have added to a little bit of the awkwardness. Nothing wrong with Probably. that. But it's just like I do feel like he could have been like, mm, this doesn't seem right. Also, the fact that he still lived with his parents and his parents, they took care of him, but they encouraged him. Like he had a job. But they encouraged independence. Yes. Which is good. So they were like, oh, like, you're going to go meet your girlfriend. Like, be careful. Like, here's your bus schedule and all that. Mm-hmm. And so he, like, so, the, you know, they were they were very helpful with it. And, like, they which knew is, Gypsy and Which is cute. Like yeah. Um, he might have multiple personalities. I haven't found anywhere where he's got that official diagnosis. But he does okay. have traits from it i think it's one of those cases yeah i think it's one of those cases to where it's like because you can have traits of a mental illness but you all don't have enough to we've discussed it before it's a fucking spectrum man it's a spectrum oh my god that's gonna be one of i say this a lot that's gonna be one of our t-shirts that's gonna be it's a spectrum it's a fucking spectrum (laughs) and murder cute puppy it's a spectrum (laughs) I was actually thinking of an idea for one for Pam. 73 kids died to be incorporated into that, too. A puppy. Bam! 73 kids fucking died. 
He killed a cat. Bam. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. <sighs> it's been a Making day. Making murder fun. Um, Maybe not so much. <laughs> I was quoting that. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> so... But the whole multiple personalities things, he he said that he had this dark side named Victor. It's always fucking Victor who is conveniently a vampire assassin. And that was his dark side. And that's what mm. he kind of used to categorize all of his anger and bad thoughts. And that, that, that was always Victor taking over. But he like in the act, they make it look kind of convincing that he had like. This right, condition. but I mean, in, in a situation the like actor that, did a they are acting. Yeah, but um, they did a really good job fucking casting people for the act because, like, his whole fucking like body language changes when he's quote unquote Victor. Right, because um, because he is acting as a person that has multiple personality disorder. Right. However, in this particular situation, it was never truly confirmed whether mm-hmm. or not Nick had it. Yeah, but he did say he did have this other persona first mm. uh, we'll, we'll just say persona rather than personality but mm-hmm. he had this like alter ego um named victor who was a vampire assassin who always wanted to hurt people okay. so i think it was just kind of his mind putting a label onto all of these negative thoughts and feelings okay um, which is uh, something like that and giving it a name is very common when it comes to yeah and like it sometimes it can be like a way to separate the good and the bad and so then you don't feel like you're a bad person and be like well that was that person of me right and i think that kind of ties in like i don't know if it's common with autism like autism is so i'd imagine it probably it's all a spectrum so i'd Mm -hmm. imagine in a way it probably does play into autism that's why a lot of the times when people don't get like a flat out diagnosis Mm -hmm. they have like oh well like there's some people who get diagnosed with bipolar tendencies rather than just straight out like oh you have mm-hmm. bipolar but you have the tendencies of it but not enough to be fully like you cut and dry you only got four out of ten we need at least six for a diagnosis basically yeah because there's so many things that share things mm-hmm. that they're like they call them tendencies rather than mm-hmm. the full-on thing and like that's how why like depression anxiety get roped together and all of that kind of stuff so like it, it's a it's a fucking it's a spectrum. mess <laughs> it's a fucking spectrum so i think that um explains that but them being little fucking sexual deviants because you know they're two people who don't just want to fuck <laughs> hormones be rampant and they don't know a whole lot of like intimacy and they both were you know kind of naive about the whole thing they were mm. just like <laughs> yes <laughs> so he had gypsy make alter egos to match oh. his okay so she had her so they had their kinky sides oh yeah and he like wanted her to be all into like bdsm and she was just like mm, i don't really want to like okay. that's not for me and he was just like well too bad <laughs> and would like this is what i want this is what i'm getting basically because he would like threaten like i'll have victor come out and all of this kind of stuff kick so your fucking ass <laughs> I'm a fucking vampire. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So he would like force her to like tie her in air quotes, tie herself up and all of that kind of stuff. But you got to think her mom's fucking already doing this with a handcuff and dog leash. No wonder she doesn't want to be fucking tied up. Yeah. But and like so she had the alter ego that was her like quote unquote like assassin with like red hair and like wore like leather fucking clothes also i want to know what i think she like used a black widow costume i think she begged her mom for a black widow costume to okay. use as her ruby character okay there's a picture these are, there's pictures of these online and like there's aggressive fucking side boob in this picture because it's like <laughs> open okay and this is the kind of shit that she was sending she had one where i think oh, i don't i don't remember the names of the other one because ruby was like the big one that came out that he liked okay but she had one where it was like an anime character where you're like the soft-spoken like well most most of the things she said were soft-spoken yeah but like that she was like the kind of childlike one and then you have the one where it was the bubbly rainbow-haired one and then you know things like that so she had so she had all these different personalities to go with all his different personalities yeah basically just to match what he had and to please him it, that's okay. why i feel bad that 
I think that they were both manipulating each other. They were just toxic for each other. Mm-hmm. But it's pains me to know that she went from being manipulated from her mom to manipulating to someone else. Manipulating someone else and then also and getting being manipulated, manipulated back. Yeah. She even admits that she kind of wasn't the best towards him and that he wasn't the best towards her. So she she takes responsibility. That's mm. the biggest fucking thing. She takes responsibility. Good. And obviously she confided in him and told him everything that she could walk. She didn't like have all these things. There were some things that she did truly believe. Like she truly believed that she had leukemia. Okay. So he was like, well, I'll protect you from anyone. Okay. And she was like even my mom he's like especially your mom and that's when they kind of got the plan to kill her like the plan didn't happen right away um they kind of waited for well one for nick to have the funds to get another bus ticket to go down there right it was just kind of one day she's like you know what we're gonna do it we're gonna kill my mom like get the bus down here and that the day of the murder, um, Gypsy and Dee Dee had to go to a doctor's appointment. And it was at that time that Nick came into town and was like just waiting nearby for Gypsy to be like, hey, she's asleep. I'll let you into Scott. the house. <laughs> yeah. And this is like the saddest fucking thing about all of this. And I hate this. And it makes me feel for her. And like Gypsy is just like, oh, my God, I hate that this also happened because she she deeply regrets what happened to her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, They got into a really bad argument and a lot of things were said and then they made up with each other. But Dee Dee was like, I'm going to go to bed. Just please don't hurt me anymore. Don't hurt me. So that was the last thing that, that was the last thing that Dee Dee said to Gypsy before she died. Was please don't hurt me. I mean, I, I feel like that's up to interpretation, really. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dee Dee knew. I I don't think Dee Dee knew at all either. But I, I think th- it was. I think that Dee Dee was projecting onto Gypsy at that point because Dee Dee was the instigator, and mm-hmm. she only felt like Gypsy was hurting her because Gypsy was like, "Why are we doing this?" Like, right. And I think it was more so the fact that, like, Dee Dee was also trying to manipulate her into thinking mm-hmm. that Gypsy... Uh, who knows? Gypsy could have been in the wrong in that I argument. I mean, she could have said that purely to guilt Gypsy. And oh, honestly, yeah, I think so. And honestly, it seems to have worked if she deeply yeah. regrets it. Mm-hmm. So after that, Dee Dee went to bed. Gypsy waited for her to be asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, she went and let Nick in. And then she... The plan was that uh, she went into the bathroom and she laid down on the floor kind of in a fetal position and waited for him to carry out the act she said that she could hear her mom screaming mm-hmm. screaming for her asking why is nick doing this like so she heard do you the th- whole thing do you think that she recognized him from the movie theater well or did she, she know was at face that point down that they were kind of talking i don't think so but when they found her body she was face down so i don't think she saw him because she was stabbed in the back Okay, so she probably thought it was Gypsy killing her. No, I think she knew it was a dude because she said that Nick was like Nick was saying stuff. Oh, okay. okay. So I think she was just screaming out, thinking that like either Gypsy had already died or she was next. Oh, okay, okay. So I think she was stabbed like seventeen times in the back. Okay. During interviews, Nick said that he didn't like have any kind of sexual intercourse or do any kind of things with uh, Dee Dee. Or her body afterwards, even though through text, because obviously they got all of the text between. Mm. Pulled uh, all kinds of records, yeah. yeah. And he was saying how at one point he wanted to, and Gypsy said that she made a deal with Nick that if if he didn't rape her mom, that uh, he could rape her. So after gypsy's mom was murdered by nick nick took gypsy into her bedroom and then they had sex again it was kind of like at that point that gypsy kind of realized what had happened she didn't want to be involved really anymore right she didn't really want to be involved with nick so she does kind of count that as like a rape even though she was i mean technically through text message she gave technically through text message she gave consent Mm mm-hmm 
But like, I think that was like a really, really fucking hard thing for her to do. Right. Knowing, right. Like in the next room over, her mom's there. And then it was at that point where they went to a motel afterwards uh, to wait for like the time for when the bus came. They were seen on camera at multiple different convenience stores during that time. Mm hmm. That was like the one of the things that kind of led people to realize that Gypsy could walk. And then they got onto a bus and they went to Wisconsin to Nick's parents' house. And that's where they stayed. They had mailed the knife that he used to the house in Wisconsin. How did that make it through the post office? That This was after 9-11. And things cracked down hard for 9-11. How did that make it through the mail? It was 2015 when it happened. They don't really shit goes through scanners. Yeah, but when it's like within American network, it doesn't really get that watched. But really? when it's coming through, mm. like when it's coming through like uh, customs, that's when it is. Okay. But otherwise, if it's like in s- coming from state to state, they don't really they don't really check. Hmm. I feel like they should. Yeah, but it's. it's j- it's weird. So they so they're back in Wisconsin now. So now they're in they're in Wisconsin, and Nick's parents really liked Gypsy. Thought that she was really sweet. Thought it was a little weird that you know she can walk now, and he mm-hmm. was she was told or they were told that you know she kind of had to be in a wheelchair because Nick was trying to keep up whatever kind of thing where he had mentioned it, and he wasn't really thinking that fucking far. I don't think anybody was. No. At this point, neighbors kind of realized that. Dee Dee and Gypsy kind of weren't being as active as they usually did because they would go sit outside on the porch. So neighbors weren't seeing them. They weren't hearing from them because uh, Dee Dee was like really active on their Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And like that just kind of stopped posting for a few days. So they called the police and the police were like, well, the car is here. We kind of can't really go in because it could just be inside not wanting to talk to anybody. Like Mm -hmm. Gypsy could just be sick and she's just been too busy. Like, you know. So they didn't really have the probable cause to enter in the house. Okay. And one of the neighbors asked if he could just break a window and go through. Um, and the police said, yeah, that's okay. Like, because the police knew, like, they wanted to check it out, but they, like, legally, legally they could couldn't. Not. So that neighbor, he went inside. He saw that all of Gypsy's wheelchairs were there because she had three. She had one that was, like, a regular push one, like, and, like, two motorized ones. And those were still there. No one was in the house. So he didn't even find her on the bed. He didn't find her the body. He didn't. He looked all throughout the house because she was covered with a bunch of fucking blankets. So you couldn't see anything. Okay. And so he came back out and he's like, they're not fucking here. But like all of the wheelchairs are there. So like that's when they're like, OK, maybe this was a kidnapping. Right. Something happened. And that's when they start doing like the missing persons, all of that kind of stuff. And it was like a day and a half to two days later where police were doing like another full sweep to try to see like, well, maybe we have a clue of where they went because maybe like Dee Dee just ran off somewhere. Okay. And that's when they found Dee Dee's body. And she was face down on her bed with all the stab wounds. You can find them crime scene photos. <laughs> The I face. have seen them. <laughs> they are rough to look at. I know that was a very aggressive eye roll. <laughs> that was the most aggressive eye roll I've ever seen without chicken wings. <laughs> they, um... This is going to make me sound really fucking weird. But whenever I'm looking up and researching a crime, like, I kind of have to see the crime scene photos to understand. I feel like it's an important part of the story. I just get curious, too. But you also have the most aggressive reactions I've ever seen. <laughs> so they thought it was a kidnapping. They, so they thought it was a kidnapping. This, this, these missing mm-hmm. missing gypsy photos and stuff like that. Yeah, and then they find Dee Dee's uh, body and they think, okay, well, Dee Dee was murdered, but Gypsy was kidnapped. Okay. And then the Facebook post gets made um, because Gypsy said that she made it because she didn't... Because at this point, she they hadn't heard any news that... Uh, um, Diddy was found, and this was before she was actually found, and she wanted her to not just be sitting there, and this is when she like was really feeling some mm. regret, so she went on to the Facebook page that they shared and wrote, that bitch is dead. Um, I think there was another one that was taken down just because of the language, so Facebook deleted it. Mm. 
um, that said that I killed that bitch and I raped the daughter too. Hmm. And apparently that one was like possibly Nick's idea. I'm guessing so. Um, so a lot of people went on to the Facebook page is still active. Active, but uh, it's, it's loosely it's said that, it, it's, it's still in available. In, in but memoriam. Yeah. But you can still go read that post, and I went and I read it, and it's really weird seeing all of the comments go from really, really, really concerned to where, like, okay, they found the mom, like, con- con- concerned, concerned, and then, like, oh, Gypsy's getting charged with murder. <laughs> so, it interesting, really interesting. In that regard, Facebook is kind of a time capsule. Dude, it is. It really is. So, they kind of pinged the Facebook post being made in Wisconsin so they're like okay well clearly they were in Wisconsin that's when they also found the text messages between Gypsy and Nick and they were like okay she's in Wisconsin they got a hold of the local PD there and they like raided the fucking house because mm. <laughs> I think at peas. that point they didn't know if if it was a kidnapping or not or if she went willingly at okay. that point they weren't quite sure okay so once they got there and they brought her in and they realized like okay she was a part of this. Um, they did the interrogation. She then admitted to everything. I don't remember if they were tried separately or if they were tried together. I just know that Nick got 25 years or life in prison plus 25 years without the possibility mm. of parole. Because he did the actual Because deed. he's the one that did the actual act. He currently is trying to get a retrial because he's trying to... his. his Defense lawyers are trying to say that he didn't know fantasy from reality. And I can see that because in his mind, he was just acting like Victor and doing right. what he wanted for the person that he loved. Because in the interviews, or in the uh, interrogation room that they were that they had him in, like, he was like straight up like, I would do anything for her because I love her. And like, right. obviously by that point, Gypsy was like, my bitch, I'm done with right, you. Right. Like, she was already kind of over him and just was like, you're the person that rescued me. I kind of feel like I, you're entitled to me right now. So <laughs> I'm going to stay. But once I got arrested, she was like, all right. I don't know you I'm, anything anymore. I don't want to be interacting with you at all. Right. And, like, they haven't. They haven't fucking spoken to each other. Now, I believe you said that Gypsy got married in jail? She did get married. He's a school teacher. Okay. Really nice. They seem, like, actually, like, really good for each other. How much have you looked up now that she's been released? Not a whole lot is new. Okay. Just some pictures. Like, he had to go take her to buy new shoes because she didn't have, like, outside shoes that fit. <laughs> Oof. So she was walking around in her socks, Oof. K- taking all, like, you just see her taking all this stuff. So he loaded her up, because she got released, like, re- like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, everything that I read said it was very early mm-hmm. in the morning. And there was, like, a camera crew following her around. I hate that the papar- paparazzi are already on her, but, like, she went and got picked new shoes. She got a new jacket. Like, she... She's finally... She looks so happy. She's finally it's getting an opportunity shoes. to be... Like, a real person now. And she I mean, got she's into only the passenger seat of that car and she just has this huge fucking smile on her face. Like, I I don't condone murder, but she went through fucking so much. Like, the only reason... Okay. So, during her trial, she's in court and her fucking lawyer comes up to her and was like... Because, obviously, they did all of these fucking medical tests to see what was actually true, mm-hmm. what was not, because the police were going, who like, the thick thick fucking medical records from Dee that Dee had. And her lawyer comes up and goes, hey, by the way, you don't have leukemia. And that was how she found out? And that's how she fucking found out in court on her sentence, like in sentencing, finding out that she's about to go to fucking jail. Because she took it, she pleaded guilty, so she knew. Right. And she took responsibility. Yeah, she took a plea. Very respectable. The judge was actually pretty lenient on her simply by the fact that, like, they understood, like, she went through so much fucking Mm. abuse. And every part of the system that should have gotten her help failed her. So that's why she only got the 10 years. And she, plus, you know, she pled guilty. And she paroled out two years early. She paroled out two years early because she was really good in prison she never broke the rules or mm. any kind of thing like that she said that she felt more free in prison than she did in her own home with her mom which is but she still doesn't speak ill of her mom 
Right. So she it's her, she probably feels that it, her mom just needed help, and if her mom mm-hmm. had gotten help, then none of this would have happened. Oh yeah. Like it's sad. Every everyone lost in this situation. Oh yeah, absolutely. But she got released on the twenty eighth, and she seems to be pretty happy. And I hopefully, mean, moving forward to mm-hmm. a better future, a more. She's moving to Louisiana. Okay. Going back down there because that's where all of her family is. She didn't have any family in Missouri, so she's right. able to go back to Louisiana and everything like that. I don't know the conditions of her I wonder parole. If she's gonna touch bases with her dad and stuff like that. Oh, she and her dad like got so close they did? while she was in prison and he didn't know. Like he found out with everyone else the abuse that she was receiving. And he had no idea, so he probably felt horrible. Mm-hmm. He felt like he failed her. He's like, well, like in all the documentaries and like interviews that you see, he's like, oh, I wish I could have been there. I wish I knew right, and I right. wish I could have helped. And it's like, oh, my God, because you got a thick like Louisiana like accent. And just hearing him like almost cry. Good old boys. Yeah. And like, it's so sad. This whole situation sad. But I really hope that Gypsy's able to live a life and put this finally behind her. Um, I hope the paparazzi allows her to put this behind yes. her. Yes. Because that's the biggest thing about media, it seems, these days. Like, um, if she had just been able to get the help she needed, there would have never right. been She a murder. said that she wished she, like, it didn't happen the way that it did. Like, she did not want her mom er, to actually be murdered. Mm-hmm. It's just that is the only way that she felt she could be free. She was that trapped. It shouldn't have to come to that. It shouldn't. It, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. And I... If you or anyone you know may or may not have Munchausen by proxy mm-hmm. or be a victim to Munchausen by proxy, don't sit by the sidelines and wait. Yeah, because it, it never ends well. It never does. Um, but also at the same time, there's this whole thing that is happening to where now, and I think it was because of the Gypsy Rose case to where now a lot of doctors are really nilly just throwing all of this mom has munchausens and taking kids away and all of this kind of stuff (coughs) munchausens get thrown gets thrown around a lot now and i think it was probably gypsy's case that really made it popular it's not as common as people think it is not. not common it is pretty rare it takes a lot of different factors and all of that kind of stuff and it's now being it was popularized yes and it's horrible it's really bad because it's not a fun condition and there's some people that know that they have this condition and they have to try really fucking hard in therapy to try to be like my kid doesn't actually have this like right. you know um so just don't automatically assume unless you have proof yes because you could tear apart a family without realizing it. But that was Gypsy's case. I wish her well. I do too. I also honestly. hope that she doesn't get a lot of resentment from Nick's side of the family because of the fact that she got out and he isn't. And he's probably not going to get his retrial. I really feel like whether there would be resentment or not it it depends on how the conversations between her and nick went leading up to this i mean mm-hmm. if did she have to try really hard to convince him or was he just like think so. i'll do it no problem yeah because if if she was just kind of saying it offhandedly mm-hmm. and he was like no problem i'm doing this like he could have forced his i mean he from everything that you were saying, you know, he was like, you need to have this other personality because I like it. Right. Stuff like so that. they might so have. He might have taken that and run way farther than mm-hmm. she ever wanted to go with it. And that's not her fault. No. And that's why I said that they both man- uh, manipulated each other. Definitely. Because I just think it was a really bad combination and it was seen as the only way out and it was the only way that he thought to get her out instead of just being like, I will show up, we will get on a bus, we'll go to Wisconsin. That is literally what could have happened. Yeah. But he could have told his parents, he could have been like, hey, like she's getting abused. How do I, how do I help this? 
And, you know, they could have done a but whole... But he could have mentally be, been in a position where he was like, I'm 20 years old. I'm a man now. I've got to start doing things I've got to protect myself. my woman, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's... It's something. It's a weird thing because I don't... It's a, one of those cases that I don't want to be like, oh, I feel bad for the guilty party but i also feel bad for the victim but i also don't feel bad for the victim and i don't like and i feel bad for the guilty yeah. party and it's like yeah. i don't know how to feel about this um, case i guess i would sum it up as i feel bad for Dee because she's dead now right i don't feel um, like i i hate what I she did when she was alive i don't feel like her death was the only possible way to stop the situation no. Um, I feel bad for Gypsy because she was abused. I don't think that planning and plotting a murder was necessarily mm-hmm. the answer to the situation. But I can also understand how easy it is to get to that conclusion right. with the abuse that she was getting. And here's the thing. like It happened. She served her time. She admitted to it. She admitted she to it. She took responsibility, t- she responsibility, and that is miles above most mm-hmm. murders in prison. She shows remorse, regret, everything that the prison system like was built to bring out in people. Yes. <laughs> honestly, she is reformed, and I think she she's gonna have a hard fucking time transitioning because oh she God, has yeah. never lived a life. She hasn't had to take care of herself. Mm-mm. And I'm so glad that she has somebody that can help her learn. And I was going to say, in its own weird sort of way, uh, yeah, that being a school teacher that she's with now, it oh, it's, it's the help. best possible yes. situation because mm-hmm. it's someone that knows how to work with people that don't And she's going to be close to with her dad, so her dad can mm-hmm. be there to help guide her. Like, she's going to be taken care of, and I think it's going to be the first time that she's going to be genuinely loved. It's for it's who like she she's is. She's gonna be growing up all over again. She's mm-hmm. gonna be a, a child all over again, trying to figure out how to work in society and live in society. Mm-hmm. And she's thirty four, learning how to do this. And it's like, oh man, she lost how much of her life. Obviously, you know, eight years in prison, but she is glad that she, you know, I feel like did the, that. But like, it's I feel like the prison time really helped her mature, and. Having that routine, though, like, after that right. is probably one of the best things that happened with her, too, because I know she did a lot. Uh, she did go, I believe she went and got her, like, education and everything, like, anything that she could do in prison, she did. Mm. So that's good for her. So that was Gypsy Rose. We wish her the best. Um, let us know what you think. Like, who do you... I guess everyone was in the wrong, but I guess who do you think... Um, who do you think was worse? really? Who do you think was really the bad guy in yeah. this story? I mean, obviously Nick is. Without See, a doubt, Nick trick. did the murder. Tr- technically, Nick is the quote-unquote bad guy. However, Nick was trying to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Gypsy was trying to get free, and Dee Dee was trying to be in control. Yeah. So who who do you think that is is the real bad person mm-hmm. out of all three? we'll see you guys in about actually it's probably already posted by now because right after this we're recording Mm -hmm. the new year's day episode we owed you guys this one because of the audio fuck up on last week my bad i take responsibility for that but i'm not going to prison for it (laughs) Um, how fucking dare you now blame the program After you get done with this episode, feel free to stick around and listen to what happened to Ben and Olivia. Go go grab your snacks and a drink and then, oh, look, it's posted. Oh, (laughs) wow. So we'll see you guys for that one. Bye. Bye.